Welcome to the Breakthrough Advisor Podcast. In this podcast, we inspire advisors with ideas and pathways to break through barriers and build a thriving retirement income business. We will interview innovative technology developers, business leaders, and successful advisors, then help you organize and execute these ideas to move your business forward. Hello, this is Jack Martin. I'm the virtual CMO at InsureMark, and I want to thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to check out the Breakthrough Advisor podcast. This is the podcast where elite advisors come to level up their game. And in 2023, there are lots of opportunities for that. We're super excited today to have Jeff Maxey, recently announced new president of InsureMark. Uh, Jeff, congratulations on the new appointment. Thank you. It's been a great and wonderful journey. Thank you very much for that. So a lot of us know you and have known you for years and years, but for the parts of our audience maybe who are listening and say, who's Jeff Maxey, who's in Shermark? So catch us up a little bit. So thank you for thank you for that question. And who is Jeff Maxey? Uh, just personally, and then who is in Shermark? Jeff Maxey is the uh, uh, proudly adopted uh, son of Frank and Naomi Maxey and uh, El Paso County, County Welfare Department. I was adopted at six weeks old. Adopted into a wonderful family, taught so much, uh, and I'm grateful for that. That's just the beginning of my story that uh, that runs through today. Taught many different things around leadership as a teenager. Uh, I went to leadership training classes. I, I competed in speech events, which all helped, uh, as you look back, get you to where you are today. A wonderful family, married uh, 20 plus years to uh, Natalie, two sweet children, uh, one who I can barely believe is going to college here next year and a 10 year old who would love to be uh, the next Tom Brady. So uh, I am a, a great uh, an, uh, I, am, I am honored, actually, uh, to be a great father or hopefully a great father to our sweet kids. That's awesome. That's a great story. And for 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 those of us that may have had an experience with InsureMark in the past, or maybe don't know InsureMark, what what should they what should we know about you? Just celebrated forty years, so we are one of the longest continuous uh, operating uh, marketing organizations in the country. We were founded by Steve and Becky Kearns, and uh, so we want to help advisors. Our 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 value proposition is we want to help advisors build a twenty first century business, and there's a lot of ways that we can do that. So I won't get too businessy on you right here just yet. But uh, that is Insuremark, and we have a wonderful staff that has uh, served advisors across the country for many, many years. So speaking of the 40th anniversary, it was a great party. Uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, send out a lot of a lot of greetings and congratulations for that milestone. As, as you sit here today in, in the new chair, so what, what do you see changing about Insuremark? What do you see staying the same? Great question. And, you know, I want to break any tendencies of, hey, what's what's going to change by first, if you will, Jack, I want to talk about what's not going to change. Uh, the heart, the culture that is in Shermark that was founded 40 years ago because we celebrate that. But we have such a unique culture and we have such wonderful people that are part of that culture. So first off, um, our culture won't change. In fact, uh, we want to enhance and grow, and they really build upon what what we've been uh, uh, privileged to be part of today. So, what's not going to change? Uh, our culture, our people, our willingness, and our desire to serve advisors across the country. That's not going to change. So, what will change? Um, you know, we're we're moving really quick. 
we formed the senior leadership team just earlier this year. Steve and uh, uh, I worked together on this. And uh, this leadership team consists of seven very high caliber, wonderful leaders with many, many years of experience here at InsureMark. We have two vice presidents, one that leads on the advisor services team that's kind of outwardly focused, kind of an advisor's back office. We have one that helps run the business here through payroll, human resources, IT tech infrastructure. And then we have five senior leaders that are responsible for training new consultants as we we branch out and spread our story across the country. So we're in a hyper growth mode. I recently met with this senior leadership team as what we call one of our SLT summits. Uh, we do these a couple times a year as we get the cadence down here. And we were really talking about some five-year goals, and that was really where my mindset was. But at the end of this, uh, we had some substantial growth numbers that one or two of them then said, Jeff, I really think this could be done in less than five years, really around the three to four year mark. And so then we kind of uh, collaborated because I'm a collaborative leader and I know we'll talk about that some, but then we really gathered around that and we want to accomplish being a billion dollar company uh, in less than five years, really in the three to four year time frame. And so that's really what we're building around and what will change the pace at which we're moving uh, and key leaders gaining uh, a lot of experience in key roles. So that's a pretty ambitious growth goal. And for advisors listening out there, you know, that they would like to think they play a role in that to some extent, right? So what what do you think, How are, how are you going to uh, strategically go after that number? How are you going to attack that? And and what's that, what's that going to mean to the advisors that join you and the advisors that may be listening, uh, evaluating in Shermark? So one, we are entering and uh, what I would call and many others call, I know you do, Jack, the golden age of annuities. So how do we, how do we gain really good momentum around that? Well, we do it through innovative product with top carrier partners that really, really partner with us. And I mean, uh, help with our training aspects, deliver a good product, really train to certain indices that are out there, technology. Fintech, hopefully in three or four years, it's just a staple for what we do. But we worry not necessarily about uh, fintech coming in. Fintech's already here. And how does fintech play a role in this? Um, number three, our training. Uh, we're doing more training events, both virtual and in-person than we have before. And we're really pouring into advisors, but also to advisor staff. We understand the importance in, in uh, what, the, what the back office or the team members of an advisor can do. So those are just three quick snapshots of what are we actively doing. So how do, how so advisors face that same opportunity, right? Lots more people want to purchase annuities and and get that security for their retirement income streams. And and advisors also face the challenges adopting new technologies and dealing with regulators and dealing with the you know changing markets and new competitors and all those kinds of things. So what should they expect from uh, InsureMark in terms of uh, how you're going to help them navigate that? So one, we spend a lot of time with uh, our consultants, our sales team members, doing training for them so that then that can then multiply out to the advisors themselves. Um, take, take just one example, Jack, on the tech. You know, maybe an advisor is sitting in a seat saying, man, this is daunting. I'm technology challenged. And, and we've seen that. 
But at the same time, we've had the great privilege, and I really mean that, the great privilege to serve advisors and do uh, screen shares and walk them through. And then the next thing you know, they're submitting apps electronically, two apps, three apps, and then it becomes just part of their 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 cadence of their office. Um, another way is helping them with their electronic marketing. You know, it can be more efficient. And so it, it this is part of that tech stack that just says, hey, don't run from it. Let us help you run towards it and you'll find greater efficiencies and as well as probably greater, greater outcomes, depending on what area you're in. If you're talking marketing more people, if you're talking electronic order entry, annuity applications or life applications, you're talking about getting it issued faster, uh, which means you're getting paid faster as well. So obviously, taking on a new role, there's a lot that comes flying at you, the day-to-day as well as the tr- strategic and longer term. So what what would you say is your management style? How do you process all of the stuff that's flying your direction? Uh, one word that hopefully the team would, would 100% echo is I want to be a collaborative leader. Um, there's six or seven things that you really focus on in, in being a collaborative leader. You want to really focus on your environment, uh, what's going on. And so that means that you really got to know your colleagues. Number two, each member of our leadership team bring, brings unique strengths. Um, several of them have great strengths where I'm weak and maybe I'm strong where they're weak. So you got to know your team members and you want to embrace their strengths. And we've actively talked about that, actually. Um, as a leadership team. Number three, as a collaborative leader, you have to actively listen. You'll learn more through listening. You get the other person's point of view. Um, You need to walk the talk. You know, if you're going to be a collaborative leader, you can't all of a sudden come in and just lay down an edict and people are going, where did that come from? You need to have empathy. And I think through my roles that I've had through the years, being a consultant, Knowing what it's like to be an internal sales team member, knowing what it was like partially to be an advisor, knowing what it's like to deal with tech and all of the things that get thrown at a consultant, I can be very, very empathetic. But then the last part I deem of the six parts or so of being a a collaborative leader is ultimately I got to focus on results. Uh, And so in the leadership room, yeah, I may be collaborative, but at some point I'm going to make a decision. Uh, and even within the leadership team, sometimes I may say, hey, I'm asking you to agree with me because I, I don't want an echo chamber. I don't want a bunch of yes people. And we've got a great team here as we move forward that are not afraid, thankfully, to express their opinion, because that's very, very dangerous to an organization where you just got yes people and uh, we do not have that. I encourage where there's disagreement to, hey, voice your opinion. But ultimately, if and when a decision is made, we salute that decision and we agree to go forward and we execute that decision as our own. And so ultimately, the decision I recognize, I'm responsible for everything, but I want to hear what all uh, people within the organization and our key constituents Uh, outside of the organization. I want to know what our top advisors are needing. I want to know what our hall of fame, you know, that's 12 advisors across the country that are the best of our very best. And I would be wrong in acknowledge in doing a a podcast and not acknowledging hall of fame and each of them know who they are. So long way around Jack, sorry, but uh, ultimately I desire to be a, a firm leader where I need to be, but overall collaborative. I think that's better for an organization. Good advice. I think financial advisors can do a lot of those same things. Don't you agree? I do. 
I do. If if you're an advisor and perhaps you have a, a staff member that's uh, touching your clients and they bring it to you and say, hey, we need to be doing this kind of event or a client appreciation event or, hey, these clients really like doing dealing with tech. And we may be I'm going back to our previous part. You know, they may they may want to do business electronically. So I would encourage advisors or anyone actually anyone, not just advisors, anyone in a leadership capacity to make sure that you have your ears to the ground, that number two, you do not have an echo chamber. So that's that's my words for that. Good advice. Good advice. Well, before we sign off, anything you want to say to the audience in closing? Um, you know, these are interesting times. Uh, these are exciting times. I've never, I've never, never really aspired for a title. Uh, I'm honored to have the, the title here. And I am here um, uh, you know, I, I'll tell a quick story, Jack. Right after I had a very lovely dinner with our founder, Steve Kearns, and his wife, Becky, just three weeks ago, we had some key initiatives and key changes that we were going to be working through. And those changes are in the process of being implemented, whether or not I had the new title or not. But I was honored to do a dinner with them. And they they told me that, hey, they were going to be making me the president of the company. Uh, you know, we are part of the Simplicity group of companies. And so Bruce and the team up there had, had also blessed that move. So I was honored for that as well. It's natural that the first people that I called after that were my mom and dad. Uh, and I'll do this without tearing up because I've told this story several times, but my mid 80s year old parents, uh, you know, were kind of dad, hey, I, I have a new title. The role's going to be a little different, but I still serve with the same great people that I've been working with just with a, a new title under your card and all the responsibility that comes with that. And uh, my parents said, Jeff, these three things, remember whose you are. Number two, remember who you are. And then number three, remember those that helped you get to this position. And so I think that was great advice from my mom and dad. So I can book in the podcast referencing stories from my mom and dad. My my little boy had some funny questions for me when we told him. But the, the views of a 10-year-old are a little bit different than uh, people wise and in their mid, mid to late 80s. Uh, and so I was honored to get that advice from my mom and dad. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. And remember those that helped you get there. And there's a lot of people that helped uh, that helped you get there. And I acknowledge those people today. So honestly, Jeff, I think if folks listen closely to what you just said, they understand why the culture at InsureMark is so strong. That that's the that's the heart of the people uh, at InsureMark and the heart of the organization that you said at the top of the show isn't going to change. Not going to so change. In light of all the other changes we've talked about, folks, that's not going to change. So that's great. Thank you very much, Jeff. Hey, folks, on behalf of InsureMark, this has been the Breakthrough Advisor Podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today. Please like, share, comment, subscribe to the podcast. Um, feel free to reach out to one of our advisor development consultants to learn more about some of the exciting initiatives Jeff talked about. Until next time, we look forward to seeing you on the Breakthrough Advisor Podcast. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Breakthrough Advisor podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. 